Alexis? Uh, is it Danny? <laughs> yeah, we met before. Oh. Yeah. You've seen my face around, you know, just the block. Yeah. I mean, Stalking it looks you. familiar. You're in my basement. <laughs> so that was clues right there. And we're going to record Prep Yosef. So if you're not aware of what that is, it's a podcast. <laughs> podcast <laughs> of like hair-brained disaster preparedness where we talk about things that interest us and like also every podcast <laughs> well it's also um things that we have no idea what we're talking about it's like half the podcast all of it yeah so <sighs> i'm sorry I, to make jokes i miss you <laughs> i think there may be a few people who've been wondering what we've been up to like three or four. All of our fans. All of them. So many. Well, people were asking me, what happened? Are what? you guys doing the podcast anymore? Yeah. Why aren't you guys doing the podcast? What's the story? Yeah. What'd you, what happened? Was there like a, did you guys break up? Is that yeah. what happened? Um, did you guys, did one of you come down with a terrible illness that you were like bedridden and couldn't talk? Did, uh. One of you elope with another podcaster and start a new project? Did one of you move completely off of the grid and start like a wild Mustang ranch? Uh, did one of you uh, become a surrogate for a family that was really <laughs> in need of a child? Uh, first of all, <laughs> would you do that to yourself? Would you have a baby that wasn't your baby? Um, I did really enjoy being pregnant. Oh, that's cool. Could I handle another child? I've done a lot of soul searching in the last several months, and <laughs> all signs point to none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the eight months since we've been doing the yeah, podcast, the true, honest story of why we haven't been doing it Are is... You say it? Yeah, I think we should tell everyone. Okay. There's no reason. <laughs> I mean, it's Danny only- threatened to kill me. That's what happened. <laughs> I mean, it's the Fame reason. got to her head. It did. I was like, I'm going to murder it's you. It's all about me. You're too good at sound effects. I want to be sound effects. <laughs> I never do the sound effects. But uh, honestly, it's the thing that everyone has happened to their hobbies, which is that we, ha- we just got busy. Doing other stuff. Gotta work for the man. And also, Lex finally finished her degree. Oh, my God. Yay, congratulations. I cannot tell you how good it feels. I wasn't saying congratulations to you. I was saying congratulations to me for now I can have your attention. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Good job, Danny. Good job. You were very patient. You never pestered me. You know... I can't believe you're a master now. It officially, you have a piece of paper that calls you the master of a thing. Yep. Sure do. So. So much respect. Do you get like a lightsaber situation? Yeah. Or? Everywhere I go now. Vroom. Vroom. 
<laughs> ah! <laughs> or we could go like Masters of the Universe style. Like maybe you're like in He-Man's crew. What's Masters of the Universe? Isn't that what He-Man's a part of? He-Man and the Masters of the Universe? Am Is I making Shira that up? Is part of that? Huh? She-Ra must be. Why isn't anyone remaking She-Ra? They are. They just did, Netflix what? did an anime version and it's no. called, oh, you, you want a live version? Oh. I need a movie like Wonder Woman to make me cry for feminism. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love crying for feminism. I cannot watch that movie without crying. Yeah. Well, that's okay. It's a really well done movie. But are you crying when like the battle scenes are so good? Like they're just like hardcore riding horses and you're just so proud. You're like, look at them. <laughs> look at those warriors. Stand up and I'm like. Girls. More like when they flip off the horse, like when they're doing their like calisthenics <laughs> and they're just like flip off the horse and keep running and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen that movie. I'm what? Kidding. I'm kidding. Oh my God. <laughs> I was about to come over this desk. <laughs> so well, much has happened. Welcome back to nonsense. Oh my gosh. Your ears have been really happy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You've had so much space for other downloads. <laughs> Because you didn't have to have this one auto-download on your feed. Oh, my gosh. But that's okay. Now we're back to annoy you with our misinformation. Can't wait. Our, like, scattered facts. Like, every once in a while there's a fact. But it's, like, intermixed with even us as we're talking, questioning the things that we're saying because we know they are not correct. Oh. But we say them anyway. So spend 10 minutes Googling disaster prep fill in the blank. Just 10 minutes Googling it. That's about <laughs> the amount, a little bit more time than we spend researching. Absolutely. I mean, I'll read an article or two. I won't. I'll read the ones you send me <laughs> 20 minutes before you show up. I'm as, serious. As we're walking down the stairs, you're like, mm. you know what we're really good at, though, is uh, watching the movies or shows. Yeah, I'm not even really good at that. But here's the thing. Well, we're medium at it. I am very happy to have this more time, like a, a time available to me that I don't have to think about school. So even when I wasn't actively taking a class, I was just still sitting there going, ah, there's just this kind of like low level anxiety that I know maybe 100% of the people listening to this podcast feel because you like to think about natural disasters. Mm-hmm. But now that 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 part of my low level anxiety doesn't exist, I feel a lot. You can substitute prepping into that anxiety yes, area. Yes, I need you can just put it yes. back in. It's like people are. Like, what are you going to do with your free time now? I'm like, uh, it's not read because my two year old <laughs> would be like, hell no. Uh, sometimes it's exercise, but it needs to be another hobby. And so I'm like, I gotta get prepping back in my life. Gotta do it because it was fun. And by prepping, you mean. Doing this and then having to edit it. Yeah. You guys have no idea then, how much stupid stuff I say that Lex has to. I mean, you're probably amazed because I say so many stupid things that she leaves in the podcast. Yeah. Like the number of things she has to take out is pretty much just me being like, super Southern. <laughs> <laughs> and by no, super Southern, all, I mean like I saying all that part in. ignorant things. No, prepping for me is doing this podcast, editing it, and then... Mike going and getting the things that <laughs> you, we need you to prep. Give him a list. <laughs> that low level anxiety. You're like driving to work in the morning and you're texting him and you're like, why More do water? Why haven't you learned ham radio yet so you can tell me 
how to do it after you've already become an expert. I also <laughs> am excited to get back into doing prepping stuff because I get to enjoy having a break in my life where I left my job that I love. Like it's it's something that is really good and awesome, but also just needed a break, mental break, yeah. time break until I figure out what I want to be doing, Yeah, which is going to be really fun. And I'm lucky that I get a chance to just like hard stop. But you know what that means? Because of the person that I am, I've essentially uh, like reorganized our entire house. Oh <laughs> like did all the Do me next. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's been like maybe I've, I haven't been working now for like three weeks and I had like a, my sister came to visit and all of this other stuff. But uh, I think there's two days where I kind of just literally like laid around and watched movies and read all day. Absolutely. The thing I thought I would be doing, but instead every morning I wake up and I'm like, okay, so I'm going to mow the lawn. <laughs> I've got to take everything out of the garage, put everything back in the garage. Oh my God. And then just fill in the blank of every single How place. How does Lee feel about that? He likes it because I'm just getting rid of a bunch of stuff and mm. organizing all the things that for the last few years. One thing when I talk about how much I love my job is that I also obsessed. And when you talk about that low-level anxiety, it was no matter whether I was there or not, it was always existed. And so that's part of the reason I needed to take a little break is because it was that low-level anxiety started to increase in its bandwidth of like my emotions and feelings. Yeah. And then... Uh, that makes like it spreads through my whole life. So everything was just kind of in disarray. And often what helps temper that is an interesting hobby. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Which I didn't have because someone was like, I'm busy because I have a full time job, a family, and school. Oh, is that me? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who? <laughs> and then at the last second, I was like, wait. <laughs> You're like, I had all those things. Oh, my gosh. So let's talk about what was happening while all the things that we ignored, the world. Every once in a while, Lex would be like, our fi- our fans need us. I know. <laughs> it was painful. Our three fans have I mean, contacted us. Also, very hard to watch some of the things that happened. Like, the most devastating California wildfires, the campfire... So I worked in Northern California. Yeah. We've talked about this before, like yeah. when I did trail and conservation work. And so I worked in Northern California and there were some people who I know who were directly affected, uh, including someone who completely lost everything, no. like literally house, garden, this like beautiful garden uh, that she had built and uh, with her partner and like it had just been retired no. and was like taking care of all the stuff. And Ugh. then there's a picture of where her house was that it is just a black flat. Like it's not like when you see a house fire and there's kind of like rubble and stuff, it completely burned away. Every single thing. Like completely burned away. Uh, So that the whole time that was going on, here's the crazy thing about the campfire. So that I know her and she's very passionate about dogs and, uh, so during that time she had been like making sure that other people, you know, part of the disaster effort were that there were a lot of people coming in to help care for like, like bringing in cat mm-hmm. and dog food and like yeah. helping people place their pets in foster homes and yep. stuff like that. But, uh, I tried to find a 
like a a dog to foster, but I was too far away. Yeah. It wasn't close enough to make it work. Expensive to ship them there. Mm Mm-hmm. But I thought that that was really cool because I had mm-hmm. not really thought about that aspect yeah. of transitioning in a disaster mm-hmm. when it's like, this is our family dog. We do not want to get rid of our family dog, but we are literally living four people in a hotel room for an unknown amount of time. Sad. It's really sad. I think the the most inspiring kind of like story of someone being inside of it was a lady who gave birth at the hospital in the middle of the campfire and within minutes of giving birth had to be evacuated out of the hospital and was then separated from her whole family (gasps) and her newborn baby (gasps) and all these things. And her ambulance got trapped in the fire. Like they didn't make it out of the fire area and then had to double back to the hospital. But like during that time they got trapped at this just like random house and she Literally thought she was going to die. Like no she's kidding. crying. She's like the flames were like coming up over the ambulance and like the people. She was like, I. She's like, I cannot tell you enough how much the uh, EMTs in the ambulance risk their life. Oh my god, their lives to save. There, I think there was someone else in the ambulance with her also. Yeah. And um, but all of this was happening immediately after uh-uh. childbirth. Uh uh-uh. uh. And she, I guess she called After her. After I gave birth, I was like, do not talk to me for two weeks. I think she called her Nobody husband. Nobody wants to talk to me for two <laughs> weeks because I'm a crazy person. Sorry, what were you saying? There were some other things that happened um, that were just like crazy evidence of climate change. People, there is a difference between weather and climate change. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you knew. Yeah. They're not the same thing. I spent a lot of time thinking about this. Although, and like put myself in the mindset of. Maybe climate change is a hoax. Maybe it is just weather. And I keep sitting there and I think about it and I'm like, okay, well, this happens in cycles. And then every time I'm like, science, it's yeah. just and it does not ha- the it case. It doesn't help that we have a 24-hour news cycle, right? Everything is exacerbated by that. Everybody thinks there's more what? crime. Exacerbated? 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 Is that not how you say Ooh. that word? How do you say it? Exacerbated. How? What am I saying? Exasturbated, which There's, sounds a little bit like oh that self sex. <laughs> Sorry. There's no T in exasturbated. We'll look it up. Okay. Um, now that we've had. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this weather, is, climate this change. Is not Same thing. Anyway, weather is a symptom of climate change, like changing weather. So. There was some kind of craziness to me, like the, the, but there was a bunch of crazy tornadoes that happened already this year. There's always tornadoes during the season, but the level intensity, the suddenness of some of them where there's like literally nothing and then a tornado within a minute, like those kinds of things just seem, instead of being an exception they're kind of becoming just what's happening. Mm-hmm. The whole bomb cyclone thing, I do not understand. Nope. I don't get it. So the airstream usually is like in Canada. <laughs> and then it dropped down and then it was a cyclone. There was flooding right behind that in the Midwest. So much flooding. Ugh. It reminds every time that the, the stuff that's happening in 
and people are always like, well, they shouldn't, you know, like, or I don't think anyone's like, you shouldn't live in a flood zone, but. How can you not? But, but now people don't even know they are living in a flood zone. They thought they were out of the flood zones. It's all then, flood zone now. <laughs> we're going to know of this. <laughs> so let's talk about the thing that really <gasps> drove us. <laughs> Is that your snowflake sound? <laughs> Is that the sound of silence? No, it means blow drying my hair. <laughs> uh, let's just talk open about my sl- mouth and out it comes. I know that it happened already a long time ago at this point. So long ago. Oh, February. Uh, Snowpocalypse. Let's talk about it. Because it kind of drove us back together. Because yes. more than anything, we're like, it's silly that we're not doing a a podcast about this because it is so silly. You could have walked over here and we could have broadcast to everyone. You dumbasses <laughs> shop before everybody else. <laughs> so for anyone who listens to this podcast, that's not in Seattle. First of all, thank you. Okay. <laughs> Our national audience. <laughs> uh, we had in February Somewhere between eight to ten inches of snow to eight to ten inches of snow in Seattle proper. Yep. And as we have found out in previous snowstorms, uh, that have been as little as three inches, I think, uh Seattle is not equipped with essentially anything to be able to clear roads, uh, nor when they decided to put a city in this spot, did they think about the topography when dealing with snow? Mm -hmm. Because we have hills that are just, you can't, you literally cannot do anything about how how steep the hills are. And so they're impassable. And when we have snow, we can't clear it. But this time was particularly crazy because... The most fun for me, and maybe I just wasn't paying attention to the right people or whatever, but everybody was like, hell yeah, I'm totally into not going to work for three, four days. Okay. Gone are the days of not going to work on a snow day. <laughs> yes, that's My true. My office work from was home. closed. Yeah. And they tell you that by sending you an email because you better be on your laptop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't get any snow days. Yeah. And I felt bad, like... Me either. Going a half day with Lily sledding, <laughs> which I, was super pathetic. Here's the not prepping part. And I'm going to totally throw Mike under the bus right now. Uh-oh. I was like, we got to prep for this. If snow is coming, he's like, I'm going to go to Fred Meyer. I'm like, okay, get some food, get some water, get some beer, some wine, and a sled. And he like did awesome getting all of the things that we actually needed, but he did not get a sled. Sure enough, next day, no sleds anywhere. You know what I sledded on? A flamingo? No. I sledded on one of those dumb knee pads that you use for gardening. (laughs) Did it work? Did it? No. Because it's rubber, so it, like, gives. Uh, Yeah, but it, I thought it was going to slide because it has, like, a silicone cover on it. Yeah. No. It didn't. So then I found this old piece of cardboard, and I was like, well, this will work. No. 
I was like, I want to kick my own ass on this field. There were like tons of kids around, and I was like, oh my god, I'm I just a dumb assumed one. there was a thing on the like my Ballard group. There was somewhere close by. There was a group of people in, in the neighborhood who blew up their giant swan floaty. Oh hell yeah! And there were probably like eight to ten kids at a time, just like sledding down the street oh in the god. giant swan floaty. It was pleasant. Yeah. Uh, Lily watched like four movies that first day because Julie couldn't make it here. And so Mike and I are both working. We're like, uh, you want to watch Moana? And three times in a row. <laughs> She's like, yes. Absolutely. The big thing, so Lex started talking about this when she sent Mike to the store. One of the crazy things that happened was right when that first snowstorm started, the there were all of these pictures coming up on social media of uh, grocery stores just being completely cleared out of water, food aisles, produce, like just essentially like everything Beer. gone. Beer. There was not a can in sight. <laughs> <laughs> and and because again the topography of topograph topography topography typography <laughs> is fonts and stuff. <laughs> I love typography. It's really fun. <laughs> That's too, <Typography>. Danny. <laughs> um, because of the way the city is, because of all the hillsides and stuff, it is also hard for supply vehicles to get in and out oh, of yeah. like certain areas of the city. So, but this run on the grocery stores was kind of crazy. And it was insane. To a level. And so when the the when I like was like, okay, apparently I need to look like I had not even okay. cared about no. looking at all. It was the week before it happened. So it the, happened on a Sunday, Super yeah. Bowl Sunday. The week before, it was like I think I went shopping on Tuesday before and I bought a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like so much stuff because we were having the Super Bowl party. Right. And so I had to buy a lot of stuff, but also trying to prep for that. Right. And I was talking to some coworkers at the end of the week. It was Friday, Thursday or Friday. And they're like, oh, we got to go grocery shopping. And I was like, you guys haven't gone grocery shopping yet? Good <laughs> luck. And they're like, oh, yeah, there's all these pictures on Facebook of super long lines. And I'm practically off Facebook now. <laughs> so I got on there and I was like, oh, you dumbasses. Yeah. Of course. So, of course. <laughs> nobody's listening to us. Where did they need us, Danny? <laughs> so the amazing thing to me, even I didn't even go on a special grocery store trip. Literally when I was like, oh, if everything's going crazy, I went to the grocery store. These are the two things I bought. LaCroix, yeah. which I'm addicted to. 100%. I got like Six cases of LaCroix. Oh, that's a lot. And then, well, that'll last me like a Two couple days. of days. <laughs> <laughs> I got to stay hydrated and drink fake, like the illusion of soda. That's right. And um, and lettuce. Lettuce. Essentially, all I got was lettuce. I'd really, for the snowpocalypse situation, I like looked through, I'm like, our cabinets are full mm-hmm. of food. It was the sled. We were missing the sled. <laughs> like, you have plenty of wine. I checked on the way down just to make sure you were still stocked up just in case. Yeah. But, I mean, I felt like because of this, I seldom have my cabinets or refrigerator not be kind of on my general radar of, like, do we have, like, non-perishable food? I think... 
I've gotten way better about having things that aren't just beverage related in the refrigerator. <laughs> Have you? Medium. 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 <laughs> I do want to say about Snowpocalypse, though, and people rushing to the store. Because there were a lot of people Ugh. being like, you guys are so dumb. Like, you don't need to rush to the store and blah, blah, blah. And this is my thing in defense of people who are, like, cleaning out the store. You have a four to five person family. Like you have the parents, some kids, and maybe like a grandparent or a relative that lives. Let's just say you have a five person household and you don't know if, and you live on a hillside for just one meal or just for one day, you need 15 like meals for a five person household to eat three meals. Yeah. And so even three days of not being able to take your car to the store is a pretty long time. That is, yeah. If you have a family that size. Ugh. So those are the people that I was like, those le- those people legit needed like two cart loads of stuff. As if they didn't have their pantry stock. <laughs> hey. You just get creative. You, you do get creative. But I'm just saying, those were the yeah, legit yeah, yeah. people. Those are the people who it's like, yeah. Stock up. The other legit people, the people who live off of Uber Eats, and they're like, oh, my God, what if Uber can't come to my house? I know. So they had to go buy all microwave meals, like yeah. Hungry Man. But don't you feel like you were more prepared or more casual about it because you knew you were prepared? Oh, absolutely. But I did go to the store, like, to get food for for this. Yeah. This was one really good thing that happened. Um because I recently was going backpacking and I decided that I just wanted to like remember what I had put in my pack. So I completely unpacked my nice. three-day pack and repacked it nice. so that I could just see what was in there, touch all the stuff, decide if I still wanted it in there, if it was good. Did I take out anything? I don't think so. But when I checked the food, I laughed at myself because remember I bought all of those like... um army they're like bricks of just yeah. like protein Ugh. like like they're yeah, like yeah. no i remember <laughs> but, yeah. but i like checked you know because i was checking everything's day and i think that they're like 2036 or something oh my God. uh the thing that i would like to cover at some point that i'm excited about is i want to have a discussion about economic collapse and what that looks like looks good because It's another one of those subjects where you don't want to look at it. Like when you guys go back to listen to all of our episodes, because I know you will now to be re-inspired and also because Lex told you to, she specifically said to do it. So you better do it. If you don't, we're not friends. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's some episodes where we talk about things that like are not, we don't want to talk about them because they're too, it's too much like talking about the big one. Like it's, it is overwhelming to think about the devastation that will end up happening in the Pacific Northwest when that happens. Yeah. It's overwhelming. Economic collapse is another one of those things that is like looming above us. You said economic collapse and the echo went, uh, what? <laughs> Are you talking to me? Hello. You talking to me? Economic collapse. <laughs> Economic collapse can be found on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's one of the things stuff. I hope that we, it's like a tough subject, but I think that we can find the hilarity and the devastation that will be upon us. Yeah. We'll watch like Wolf of Wall Street and yeah. Aaron Brockovich. Well, that's not really. Yeah. 
It's not economic collapse. Although we could watch Aaron Brockovich because, you know, the EPA has essentially been canceled. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we could watch Inconvenient Truth. Ooh. Ooh. Al Gore, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Let's pull out that. Yeah. How old is that movie now? I think that that was... 15 years ago? At least 2000. During Bush years, I think. Wow. We do love you guys. Thank you for listening to us. I hope you're excited that we're back. I'm so glad to be back with you, Dan. <laughs> it's so good to be back with you too, Lex. <laughs> we're going to sign off on that because we don't have any more. We don't have any facts. I, don't, I think the only fact we said this whole episode was how many inches of snow fell. And it was a range. <laughs> <laughs> no, the fact is, we're happy to be back. Yep. We're with you. We want you to live. We want you to live and we want to live. <laughs> what's your favorite? What's, your, what's the sign off? I forget. <laughs> I can't remember either. <laughs> We know nothing. We're just like Jon Snow. We're just what like... What is it? Be... Be well. <laughs> be well. <laughs> it's something and keep surviving. Be peppy. Be... <laughs> look, look, look peppy and keep surviving. <laughs> looking peppy manes. All right, bye guys. <laughs> I'm going to take one more sip of wine. I think it might help. <laughs> this is the best part of the episode, people.